Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. I'm. Uh, I've been up for a few hours, so I'm like all fresh and uh, seasons. Um, yeah, I've, been, I've been up since like four thirty. I had to Jeez, go to work. Why? Thing. What? I work at Starbucks. It's a nightmare. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, four thirty. Yeah. How, I mean, who's I got coming in at four thirty to get? Wait, wait. When you we open? You open at like five, we open at right? Five o'clock. Yeah. Oh my god. But no, we no, we open at five thirty. We have to be there at five o'clock, so I have to get up and get dressed and all that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I used to work at a drive-through coffee place mm. in Canada. Do you know Tim Hortons? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just not everyone in the states does. But mm. um, so I worked at a drive-through there on the overnight shift. So I was there from eleven to seven. That's disgusting. <laughs> it was the worst. It was the worst. There's, um, a, there's a guy that comes in my store and like every Monday, he always just sits outside the parking lot, like from 510 to 530 waiting for us to open. I'm just like, you could go and do anything else, right? You ugh. could be asleep right now. Why are you here? Yeah. Like after the first week, just like adjust your schedule, <laughs> turn your alarm back like 20 minutes, like come on. <laughs> it's not that important to be at Starbucks. We're not ugh. that busy. That- <laughs> <laughs> now, do you get... um? I guess this is kind of a hacky thing, hacky joke, but like, do you get the people who have very specific coffee orders? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What do you, how do you deal with that? I just kind of, I don't know, just stare. <laughs> like, I, like, I try not to have any sort of emotion mm-hmm. where I'm just like, like, I don't need them to know, like, this shit is bananas. Like, I don't need you to know that I think you're a crazy person. <laughs> Just need to get through this day. Now, now I always feel like I'm um, something of a good Samaritan when mm-hmm. I go to Starbucks be- mm-hmm. because what I will do is I will go in and say, can I have a tall Americano, please? And mm-hmm. that's it. And that's, yeah. that's all I get. And that's done. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm a good person, actually. Um, yeah. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. You're the real <laughs> hero here. Yeah, when people like simple orders are fine. Like even if somebody like has like one or two modifiers, like that's fine. When people start getting like like what it's like three to like there's a guy I there's a picture saved somewhere on my Twitter. His drink has like eight modifiers in it, but he orders it through the mobile app, so he never has to order in front of me. What? But it's the fucking most insane shit. So he's like, I want a tall latte fox only no items final destination (laughs) he he wants he wants a nightmare he wants to drink a nightmare (laughs) like let me see if i can find the picture because it's fucking crazy uh like i i'll post them on twitter every once in a while just like the craziest drinks i'll get like somebody like this was last week somebody ordered a hot chocolate which is four pumps of mocha and one pump of vanilla and they got seven pumps mocha and seven pumps vanilla and it's like <laughs> half the cup and i'm just like what are you doing what like what do you plan on doing for the rest of the day because mm-hmm. that would just put me out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they need the fuel to be a um real douchebag to just <laughs> really just power through um i shouldn't say that i mean maybe they're uh I don't know. <laughs> they have a problem where they need this that. Is, this is the drink. Does it was a venti double shot on ice, eight shots of espresso, ristretto, which is like the shorter shot, toffee nut syrup, cinnamon dolce. He wants no classic sweetener, coconut milk, light ice, extra caramel, and extra cinnamon dolce powder. Okay, so um, I lost you after eight shots of espresso because uh-huh. that to me seems like um. Excess? It seems like a lot of that to put in. Yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, the, a venti double shot normally comes with five shots. So Okay. Getting eight, like, that's that's a whole another cup of coffee on top of it. Yeah. I mean, the, the weirdest we got was, um, so in Tim Horton's land, there is, like, this thing that 
people just call it a double double like it's mm-hmm. two milk and two sugar mm-hmm. and that was pretty standard because Tim Hortons coffee isn't meant to be drank black but right. but then you would get people who would say triple triple and then like on those rare occasions you would like hear tell of like a four by four mm-hmm. just, and then someone would come in and order it and it would just be like you're the you're the chosen you, one we've heard tell of you um <laughs> please please yeah order this um yeah the i think i well i know i i know the worst drink i've ever made but people will come in like i I know somebody's ordered a hot black tea just a plain black tea with 20 packs of sugar in it (laughs) and i'm just like that's that's so much sugar like you're you're gonna die like why would you do this? But the worst drink I've ever made, it was a grande. What they ordered was a um, marble mocha macchiato, which is white mocha, steamed milk. Uh, you drop the shots on top and you put uh, mocha drizzled on top, uh, which is a fairly simple drink to make. What they ordered was four pumps white mocha. No, five pumps white mocha, five pumps mocha, five pumps caramel. They wanted it made with half and half. They wanted four shots. And they wanted extra whipped cream. And this was in a 16-ounce cup. There was about two ounces of milk in there. And uh, the rest of it was a screaming nightmare. That sounds bad. Um, (laughs) Now, what I'll order sometimes when I'm feeling like I haven't eaten enough. And so I need to have some milk or something with my coffee. Because I usually just drink coffee black. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll go into a Starbucks and say, can I have a flat white? And I... My secret is that I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I do like it. Um, it's it's it's, uh, it's whole milk and um, it's whole milk steamed a certain way, so the foam isn't as uh, thick as like a cappuccino or a latte. Okay, and uh, and it's three shots of espresso and a grande and a venti and a tall gets two. So it's it's a good drink. And it's whole they yeah, it's whole milk, so it's a little bit richer than. Like the normal two percent we use, right? So it's yeah. just it's just milk and coffee. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's nothing it's crazy. Like, it's milk. Okay, I feel okay about that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's about as wild as as I get. Yeah, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at your website, and I just saw a post about the movie Bicentennial Man, and uh-huh. uh, it's. <laughs> A little upsetting. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen that movie? I have, and I found it very upsetting when I saw it. Although not yeah. for the reason that these images point out, which is basically there's these two images of the early mm-hmm. robot. So I guess for people who haven't seen it, it's like Robin Williams, and he's a robot, and he learns to like be a person. Yeah, but uh, it, when he starts off as just this kind of like gold, like sort of humanoid, like C three PO almost kind of kind of dude. Yeah. And it just, there's these two images, and the first one says, first, I'm going to get me a human penis, and the second one says, then I'm going to have sex with your daughter. <sighs> That's the, that is the entire plot of that movie, because he, he raises, like, he helps raise the little girl in that movie. This is true. And then, like, he, like, as she gets older, like, they fall in love or something, and... The, it's it really upsets me a lot. I hate it. Um, no, is this from an episode summary of a podcast that you do? Yes. Um, whatever we call it is a podcast I do with my best friend, and I believe it was the yeah the last episode we did. I wanted to talk about Bicentennial Man because I don't remember why I wanted to talk about it, where it came from, but I think about that movie every once in a while, and it upsets me a lot. That movie, and then also AI, I mm-hmm. find very upsetting as well. Yeah, I remember, uh, like, both of those movies are kind of advertised weirdly. Mm. Like, they weren't, they didn't really tell you what they were. Like, uh, AI was, like, I remember being advertised as kind of like this sort of action-y adventure, not action adventure, but just like this sort of, like, whimsical adventure movie. And then it was, like, really depressing and, like, it was about robots being killed Mm -hmm. that were, like, humans. And I was just like, what? Why would you advertise a movie <laughs> like that? Yeah, it was weird. It was upsetting. Um, uh, ugh, Bicentennial Man 2. Just not great scenes, I don't no. think. I do no. not 
do not think. Um, but so what is what is that show? Do you just talk about Bicentennial Man mostly? <laughs> it, it's a it's a Bicentennial Man fan cast. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Now, me and uh, me and my friend Jeb, we used to work together years ago, um, and we uh, we kind of like kind of stopped talking once we didn't have that job anymore. It was, uh, there's an episode where we talked about uh, I can't even remember which episode it was. With episode we talked about what happened to that job, it was terrible. But um, Jeb contacted me. He was like, "Hey, how do you feel about doing a podcast?" And I was just like, "I would love to." And so we just started doing a podcast about whatever hence the name like mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. every week we just kind of take questions and read stupid news stories we find and talk about dumbass things like uh bicentennial man yeah i am also seeing a lot of well i'm seeing some game stuff and mm-hmm. i know that you are a games journalist so mm-hmm. what is the best video game what is the best video game? Uh, See, if you were a real games journalist, you would have had an answer already, um, because that is the most important question: is what is the best video game? Um, well, what what um, like what, what, what kinds kind of, of games, games do you write about lately? Like. Um, um, what kinds of stuff? I see some stuff about Titanfall, mm-hmm. big robot yeah. game. Yeah, I I love Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 is my favorite game last year. But uh, I just wrote an article about uh, – I'm waiting for my editor. Um, but I wrote about launch games. Like the, I wrote about the 20 best launch games and the 10 worst launch games. Just in general? Uh, just like of all time? Yeah, like well from like the uh, the Genesis Super Nint- right. Nintendo uh, era. Um, and uh, like I reviewed – last year I reviewed like Mafia 3 and – uh dead rising four uh dangerous golf enter the gungeon some stuff like that like i i will take whatever so is you're thrown just, at like me. all over the yeah. all over the road that's awesome i'm yeah i've been playing games since i was like two years old so mm-hmm. like i've never really had like there, there's very few game uh games that i won't get into like mm-hmm. i'm not a big fan of mobas and whatnot yeah i don't i don't understand them um, I don't know what that stands for anymore. I used to know, um, but I don't care to. So yeah. no, no one explained to me what that means. Um, yeah, it's, that's not true. <laughs> but so, okay, the launch thing I'm interested in because um, have you ever like bought a game console at launch? Like, have you ever gone somewhere and mm-hmm. like, gotten in line? Like, what? so what consoles have you done that for? I, uh, well, I bought the, um, I got the Wii at launch. That was my high school graduation gift. Okay. Um, I got the Wii at launch, and I remember going to GameStop because you had to. There was like a ten-person list pre-order, like you had to go there and like actually write your name on a piece of paper. They didn't have it in the system, and uh, and I was like the last person on the list to get one. Um, and then I uh, I pre-ordered a PS4, and I stood in line for that. Nice. And those are the those are the only two. I remember when the Nintendo Wii came out, mm-hmm. uh, it was so hard to get. And like, mm-hmm. I remember very clearly this one news story about this radio station that had a contest. Yeah, where the lady held her bladder. Yeah, well, it was like she drank too much water and she died. Yeah. Which is yeah. a lot. Um, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I love video games, but if somebody was like, "Hey, you want to do this life-threatening thing for this video game?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm good, I'm fine." Yeah, I, I'm trying to think things that I line up for. I do remember I bought a Wii on eBay like mm-hmm. the week it came out, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was pretty close to launch, but I didn't line up for it. The GameCube, I did actually go the day it was released. Mm-hmm. I went to, um, I don't know if Future Shop exists anymore, but it was kind of like our Best Buy. And I think Best Buy ate them. I've heard of it. I think Best Buy just gobbled it up. (laughs) Mm. Um, But uh, yeah, I went to, I bought a GameCube the day of. And I'm trying to think of the GameCube launch titles. Because I bought um, the Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. That came Rogue with Squadron. Rogue Squadron, which was very yeah. good. Although I didn't have a, a, a memory card, so I couldn't like save my progress. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Luigi's Mansion was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I just I just read it the other day. It wasn't it was like a lot of like I think one of the Splinter Cell games was a uh, Oh, Dave Mira launch. Dave Mira Freestyle BMX2 was a launch title. Yeah. Um Wave Race, I remember was yeah. one of the launch mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Batman um, Vengeance, who could forget? <laughs> Nobody remembers any Batman game from before uh, Arkham Asylum came up. Well, I mean, yeah, was, no, that there, is there true. There was Batman. There was also Batman Dark Tomorrow. Um, there was like the the Super Nintendo and Genesis Batman games. There was, uh, I think, two on the Nintendo. Um, there were a few. And they were always way too hard. And I was just like, I just want to be Batman. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> just let me be Batman. Just let me be Batman. Come on. Games should just let us be Batman. Just let us be Batman. Just a little bit. Now, I'm looking at the uh, the Super Nintendo launch titles, mm-hmm. and it's a real spread because um, the U.S. launch, you've got, you've got your Super Mario World, which mm-hmm. is, like, obvious. You've got Pilot Wings. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. You've got your mm-hmm. F-Zero. Great. And then you've got Gradius three, mm-hmm. and then you've got SimCity. And I have to wonder about the people who got whose first SNES title was SimCity for the Super yeah. NES because it wasn't <laughs> even the same game. It was like this weird, yeah. It was kind of weirdly different, um, or like Pilot Wings, like. <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. I, look, I I played Pilot Wings. The first time I played Pilot Wings was on the, was on the 64, and even then, I was just like, "What?" That Is one was cool because game? there was a belt that had rockets attached to it, and you could just sort of fly around like that. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't understand it. I didn't. It was a little confusing, but when we get to the 64, oh boy, does it open up a lot because you do have your Pilot Wings. Mm-hmm. You have your Super Mario 64, of course, mm-hmm. and then you've got some. You've got your Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, which introduced mm-hmm. everyone's favorite, uh, like, living standee, uh, mm-hmm. Dash Rendar. Yes. I was going to say Carthor Nassi, but that was, uh, <laughs> that was uh, Jedi I, Knight. I feel like Carthor Nassi has more personality no, than wait. Dash Rendar. Even if I hate his personality, at least he has them. Wait, shit. Is, He's, is Carthor? That's Carth Knights is of the from Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. He's the one yeah. that's always nagging you. Who's the one in, uh, yeah, he was terrible. Who's the one in, uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight? is Kyle Katarn. That's what, Who that's sort it, yeah. of has a personality. His personality is beard, basically. <laughs> he has person- a beard. Personality was like, hey, you remember Han Solo? Well, what if he was kind of a Jedi, but also not as cool as Han Solo? But not really. And then Dash <laughs> Rendar was the same character. Yeah. He's just the same. Dash Rendar's personality is shoulder pads. <laughs> like, that's his personality. And, like, he has a ship that is definitely not the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Uh, it's very important to note that it is not the Millennium Falcon. It's like the... F- God, what is the ship's name? Uh, uh, I gotta look it up because yeah. it's really close Come on, uh, Wikipedia. Uh, Dash Rendar ship. It's called the Outrider. Outrider and it yeah. just looks like a reverse Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it looks like they turned it sideways. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's not at all. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. What I love about all those Star Wars games, and I think they've gotten a little better at this, but mm-hmm. is how they knew like what fans wanted. Like they wanted to see a certain set of characters in each game. So they had to come up with really bizarre reasons why Dash Rendar was fighting Boba Fett and IG-88 and like all of these people who had no business being there or like why Kyle Katarn was fighting Boba Fett with a lightsaber. Like yeah. <laughs> because they just had to, it was just so much fan service. Like they're just cramming all this stuff in. Um, yeah. And it's really cute. Like, if you go back further to the SNES games, they're like, um, I guess this boss is just like one of those weird space chess monsters (laughs) that's just really big and it's real. So that's fine. I remember, I remember when they hit 3D, like as soon as, as soon as a 3D Star Wars game came out, it was just like, hey, what if, uh, what you want to do the Hoth level where you just fly around? That's just You have to knock down the, the AT-AT. You want to do that for eight games in a row? Yeah, that's. That's all your yeah. I hope you like like flying in circles around a big <laughs> robot dog because that's basically Star Wars. Um, I I just scrolled down a little bit more in this article and I need to read you some of the titles from the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> I was just looking at that myself <laughs> because 
the Atari Jaguar, well, it launched in the U.S. first, mm-hmm. and then it launched a year later in Japan. And I want to read some of these titles. Um, you have classics like Cybermorph. <laughs> you have Trevor McFur in the Crescent Galaxy, which I just clicked onto the page and... Um, it, this is the most deviant art thing. It's super deep. Like, it's just this big jaguar man carrying a jaguar lady. Um, you have, uh, and then the other really great one is called Evolution Dino Dudes. <laughs> uh, oh, I've actually played this game. Yeah, I guess it's actually called hum- The Humans. Yeah, I've played this game. Uh... But it was not called but Evolution Dino. How do you go from a title like The Humans to a title like Evolution colon Dino Dudes? Uh, I, <sighs> and it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, like, it was because in, the, in America it was called like – Evolution Dino Dudes is a very American, like, mid-90s, early-90s American name. But it was mm-hmm. not released in America under that name. It was The Humans. Like, that seems a very European name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. American, American video game advertising in, like, the early 90s to mid-90s, even up to, like, the early 2000s, was awful. Everything was extreme all the time. It was extreme. Time. It was gross. Like, I've looked back at some old game magazines and there's so many ads where there's this like like just nondescript goop just like splattered over the page like yeah it's like food or like vomit or just like something and it's like what yeah. are you trying to sell me here <laughs> what, what, is this? what is this yeah what is this sub like we need to do some csi on this because like what is this and why are you trying to sell me super mario world 2 yoshi's island with this image and there's always just like it's it's like a woman in a bikini and she's just standing there and there's video games and it's just like, hey, you want to play video games? <laughs> it's just like, is she is she a character in the game? Is she is mm-hmm. she's just there? Mm-hmm. Like anything? Did you know that nope. when the NES launched in Japan, the only titles that it came with were Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. and Popeye? I did what? not know that. I what? It's, it's, isn't Donkey Donkey Kong's just a uh, reworked Popeye? I know that. Is it? Um, as far as I know, like, uh, they made Donkey Kong. <gasps> oh my god! Because like it. it was, uh, it was they couldn't get the license to Popeye or something. Or they lost the license to Popeye oh or something god. like that. Oh yeah, but you're right. Yeah, it's literally the same game. Wow. And I don't, I don't understand why they. Hmm. That is weird. I assumed that, like, I God, I just I guess I assumed that Super Mario Brothers was like, I guess that didn't come for like a couple of years or like a year. Or so, yeah, that's strange to me. Popeye, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior. Do you remember how like there was that weird thing in like the when Mario Kart came out? Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, oh, in this game you can be. Your favorite characters like Mario or Yoshi or Princess or Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> and it was like, what? Ooh. Who? And then they sort of did this weird thing where they're like, oh, the Donkey Kong from the games was – he's old now. Yeah. He's an old, old man. Um, Mario hasn't aged, but – like the it, monkey or it's is not old. even it's not even Mario. Like because if you look at like ju- he was Jumpman and that like his his design isn't the same as Mario. He just looks like a another man. He's just another man <laughs> named he's Mario. Another, Jump, he's, Mario Jumpman. <laughs> Mario Jumpman. I'm trying to find uh, Jumpman from. <clears throat> but just, it's just, uh, if, you just search, if you just search Jumpman, <laughs> I think you'll find Mario. He'll probably come up first. Uh, uh, he's so creepy. I'm looking at the original Jumpman, and he's he's just like he's like Mario, but he has a bigger, twirlier mustache. Ooh, I hate he's, him. He's taller and skinnier, I hate and he's carrying him a so hammer. Much. And he's like balding. I've seen a picture of him where he takes his hat off, and he's kind of balding. He's a nightmare. Oh, I hate him. Get his, out of uh, here, Jumpman. 
his his colors are reversed. So instead of blue suspenders, it's red suspenders. I'd like to think it's Mario's father, and he's just he just disowned him because he's so weird and creepy. <laughs> it's horrible. He's um, very. He's terrible. It's not great. Uh, yeah, Donkey Kong Jr. That whole that whole cosmology is real messed up. If you ask me, yeah. like, who is who? Who's the mom? Um, there's no moms really in Nintendo. Like, there was that whole thing yeah. where where. Uh, Miyamoto was like getting asked all those questions. Like, do you do you yeah. remember this? And yeah, someone he was, was like, like "Who is Bowser's uh, mom or Bowser Junior's mom?" Yeah, and he is. And he pointed to himself. <laughs> and like, <laughs> uh, I guess. Oh, I I, guess. I, I just remember some. Well, not remember. I'm looking. I'm still looking at the Jumpman uh, images on Google, and it took me to the Fantendo wiki. Which have you ever heard of that? <laughs> Fantendo. Uh-huh. Uh, no, what is it? It is a wiki where people submit their own fake games. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just hit, uh, where's random? Do they have a random button around here? Random page button. Uh. Okay, wait, I've, I've got, I've got one that says, it's called Mario Kart Speed Saga. Mm-hmm. It's the ninth Mario Kart game, which does not exist. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a very detailed design document. This page is longer than most Wikipedia pages on historical, actual things that happened in the world. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a list of all the achievements that you can get in the game that doesn't exist. There's a list of cheat codes for a game. Um, and here are the characters. These are just basically the same characters that are in. Okay, so this is what I don't get. <laughs> This is what I don't get. Uh huh. If you were going to, because this seems like someone basically decided to invent a Mario Kart game, but mm-hmm. didn't just didn't just go wild. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, yeah, let's just do whatever. Like let's just add the weirdest things we can think of. Like this is like a very like it's like a school project to be like invent a new Mario Kart game, but like <laughs> make sure it fits with the existing stuff. Like <laughs> you don't have to make this. Like you don't have to do you don't you have, to have to fit the do... brands. Like you can do whatever you want. It's very strange. I this just is thought fascinating, you should know, though. There are sixty four pages of fake Five Nights at Freddy's games. Incredible. Now I have never played one of those games. I haven't um, either. As I understand it, you're sort of in a room and you're looking at security cameras and they come and scare you? Yeah, like, I think you're trying to... There, there's, like, these evil robots that might, may or may not be possessed by ghosts trying to uh, trying to get you, and you're just watching these security cameras to, like, if you, if, if you can see them, they'll stop moving. So you're just basically trying to keep your eye on them the entire time. Okay. And people would like to have sex with the yeah. robots also all yes all of them apparently that's like i don't, I don't understand it well, no. <laughs> i've given up trying to understand things because <laughs> i've realized that i'm not cool anymore and i don't understand the youth and their desire to do kisses on the chuck e cheese robots um but god bless you know there's a there's a there's a category on the Fantendo wiki for canceled games. Canceled fake games. Canceled, canceled games that were not real. Canceled games that don't exist. I kind of like that. <laughs> this is like... like I feel like this is like a... Like a David Lynch-esque nightmare <laughs> about video games. Or it's just like... It's just like people like you. You find a dystopian society of people just trying to sell you fake video games. And they're just like, <laughs> here, here are our games. And you're like, this is nothing. And I was like, don't you see, Mario Kart Little Pony? <sighs> Sorry, what was that one? I said Mario Kart Little Pony. I don't think that one's real, but it why, probably. Why isn't there a pony racing Mario Kart game? Uh, there's there in one of the Mario and Sonic Olympic oh, games. Oh yes, that is right. A, Be, that's right because. Dr. Robotnik rides a horse and it's very good. <laughs> I love it. That's there's good. some, there's, there, like, and then they have categories by, I guess, people who have written in, and there's someone who has submitted 57 times. Wow. And I don't, I can't, I can't imagine 
spending that much time. Like I've I've made things. I'm I'm a maker of things, but I can't imagine spending so much time on something that has no chance of existing. See, I kind of like the idea of making fake guides and like fake maps and like fake <laughs> fan art for games. Yeah. I mean real real all of those things, but like for games that don't exist. Like that yeah. to me is really interesting because it's like often that stuff is more interesting than like the games themselves. So like yeah. when people are like, here's a manual I made for a game that isn't real. Like I am super into that because it's yeah. like such a weird way of like sidestepping what you th- people think of as like the kind of main attraction and being like, well what if we just read about a game that that doesn't exist but thank you so much for introducing me to this uh this yeah (laughs) i understand like making like i very much like what you said like i can get into like somebody making like a fake uh like uh instruction guide or something like like that takes effort but like stuff like this stuff you're looking at it it's just like i just this is what I think should exist and I'm going to spend so much time on it. And here's a badly Photoshopped image and it's a lot. It's a whole lot. Like, like it I feel is like a lot though is the, is the thing it's, is it is, is it's a lot. Um, yeah. But I am glad that it exists. <laughs> um, I'm just always fascinated by where like human energy is just, just like funneled into. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know. I think the re- gut response a lot of people have to this kind of thing is like, well, imagine if they were working on like something helpful for people. And it's like, I guess, but also I just like, love It's so <laughs> weird. Like how people do this. It's yeah. so fascinating. Like when I was, when I was a kid, like I remember drawing like cartoons that I wish would exist, but there's so much goes into this. Like, I'll, like, they spent time. They spent time to make this. There's, there's like, I'm looking at one. It is uh, Amy Jackson's Pro Skater, and there's like a soundtrack, and there's like other skaters. Like it's a, it's a Tony Hawk game, and there's levels and soundtracks and stuff like that. But and then there's like a comment section at the bottom of each one for people to be like, yes, this game. <laughs> That's dope i love it (laughs) that's so great that's so great um (sighs) and like i i I often want to think like this is just kids having fun Mm -hmm. but also i've been on the internet too long to know that that's true like it's all like it all it, it for for when when something like sort of this strange comes up it's always just like oh this is some 30 year old man who has spent way too much time and like yells at people on Twitter to look at his project or yells at people on forum posts. Like, I, I don't know. That's just what I've, I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as people aren't yelling, I'm basically fine. You right. Know? As, yeah. That's when it's like, yeah, yeah. Probably don't Break yell it. at people about this. Break it down a notch. Yeah. Just like, just be cool for a second, Daryl. Just like, <laughs> Just can you be cool, Daryl, for like one second? I'm, all right, I need to get off this page before I like yeah. stop talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's engrossing. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's it's uh it's very it's hard to look away from. It's like a some kind of accident. But speaking of things that are hard to look away from, mm-hmm. uh we were talking on Twitter mm-hmm. about uh, a comic mm-hmm. that's also a television program mm-hmm. that we are both fans of, I would say. Yes. And yes. that show is called um, by The Bicentennial Man. <laughs> Two Broke Girls. It's called Two Broke Girls. <laughs> um, and it is called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes. Now, I'm really behind, so I guess um, they finished part four. They they finished the anime of part four at this point, right? Yes. Okay, I have watched, like, half of it, I think. I mean, I've read the comics, Mm -hmm. but I haven't haven't really watched it. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I need to dive back in. It's very good. I enjoyed it a whole bunch. Now, what is it 
because I've tried to explain this to people. Mm -hmm. Um, I have tried to talk to people about like why I like this show because I'm not a big anime person is the thing. Mm -hmm. I don't really watch a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Don't read a lot of manga, but just, I guess this show just really grabbed me and I have a hard time explaining to people why that is. So have you ever tried to, to talk to someone about it? Like what, what it is that you like about this? Um, I, I, well, I, to explain it, I think because it, it's very, I feel like it's very anime. Like if that makes sense, like it, it sort of takes the, since it's, since the show or the manga first came out in what, 1987 or something like that. Yeah. And, um, it, it's, it was like, like it kind of takes influences from manga before and anime before. Like the first part, like part one, uh, Phantom Blood. Like Jonathan is just straight up uh, Kentaro. Not Kentaro. What is his name? He's the guy from the guy from that show. This is the North Star. This is the North Star. Kenshiro. That's mm-hmm, his name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it it's also like a well told story. But it's also like overly ridiculous. Like the like the main char- the main villain Dio makes like he becomes a vampire and then he makes a woman eat her own baby, like that's I some did real forget about shit. that part. Like, I did forget about the baby eating part. <laughs> that's that's some villainous shit. Like he does like I and I feel like a lot of uh, I feel like a lot of anime and manga they kind of shy away from showing like they'll say oh he killed an entire village but like JoJo like shows you like. He's he's not something that you like mess with. He's he's a real villain. Um, and Jonathan is like he he wants to do what's right, like beyond beyond uh, like he got he, he basically got his revenge on Dio, like for killing his father. But that didn't stop him from like chasing him down from hurting other people and stuff like that. Um so it's like he's he's kind of this really unselfish person and like it's it kind of carries along through the Joe Star lineage where they're they're not like they have their own personal vendettas but they don't they're not gated in by their own personal vendettas and will actually go out and help people they're they're even Jotaro who's like kind of this standoffish asshole he still knows that like the world's at stake if he doesn't do something about it and he's like the only person who can or something like that right yeah and another thing that i kind of like about it that i feel like doesn't get talked about too much is that because it was originally a a serialized story Mm -hmm. there's all of these threads that like um that just come up and then just get dropped like Mm -hmm. because he's he was just writing it from like week to week like just desperately churning out this these pages there's yeah. like all this stuff that comes up and it's like oh is that gonna come back and it's like no no, no it never does like yeah. oh there's a guy who in town who has a special power that he cooks food for you and then it fixes you from the inside yeah. but it makes you look all like if, yeah. oh, oh you're tired so like you eat this food and you start crying but then your eyes feel better and you're not tired anymore like oh is that gonna come up again no no no, no, not, not he, he shows up again once, but he doesn't do yeah. anything. That's just one. It just happens, and then it's over. Yeah. Like, well, um, I feel like Stardust Crusaders is the is the the ultimate like definition of that. Where like the that girl who shows up for like three episodes and they carry along, like she, they just send her back to Puerto Rico, like like she never existed. I was like, is she gonna come back? Is she gonna be like? Jotaro's wife in the future or something like mm-hmm. does she figure into this no she's no. just she's just there there's this um, character who's pretending to be a boy and then h- yeah. hangs out with them and then they send her home no yeah. they, there's no there's no point um like, in part in part one there's that there's the Jotaro's or the the Joestar's uh like family statue like the family angel or whatever that uh dio gets impaled on i was like oh that that'll probably come back again not at all like it just that's it nothing yeah there's just a lot of stuff that he's just like oh i don't care about this anymore or like this isn't gonna work and like i can't (laughs) imagine what it would be like being on that schedule like and there's probably just things he forgot about too yeah um and it's but it doesn't there's so much going on from episode to episode that it's almost not a problem because it's just like well on to the next thing 
like a- after that episode with Tonio where he fixes Okiasu and all that, like you, d- it just moves on to another episode. I think the next episode had to do with Kira. Like it just go, it just happens. Like it's just like here's the story. Okay, bye. We're done. Let's move on to the next part. Here's something else cool. Yeah, pretty much. Which is very good. Yeah. Um, like Stardust Crusaders, like every every other episode or every episode had uh it was just like a new villain every time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of amazing for uh for an anime to do because if you if you think about like all the popular animes that have come over to America and stuff like Dragon Ball Z spent eight years on one villain and even like what like Yu-Gi-Oh they spent like the same villain for like three seasons and like everyone spends like so much time tracking down this one villain that like Dio employed basically employed people to fight for him and there was a new villain every week and it was like an interesting new power an interesting new fight and like it doesn't shy away from like these crazy fight scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, and like they're more interesting than like your sort of standard fighting kind of yeah. cartoon because there's like w- things like, oh, my power is that I have a little guy that goes inside someone's brain and like and kills them from the inside. So yeah. you need to find a way to like to go into his brain and fight this little thing. Or like, oh, my power is I'm a gorilla. Who also is a boat. Like, I control this whole boat. That's me. I can just, like, move through it. And uh, and that's that's fine. And then, like, there's only a few that are kind of, like... Like, eventually he starts to get... I think he just runs out of ideas. He's like, oh, my power is gun. Like, <laughs> my power? It's very good. It's, yeah. it's I have a gun, is what it is. But even that character uh, is so funny and interesting that it doesn't matter that yeah. much. yeah. Um, or like speaking of the interesting ones, there's, a my, my stand power is that if you touch this electrical socket, you'll become magnetized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, and like, you would think that's like just saying that to somebody, like if you were just like, Hey, I really like your show. You should watch it. And they were like, Oh, what's it about? I was like, well, these people have these special powers. Like somebody uh like there's a sword that possesses people and makes them very good at like uh using a sword and then there's a girl who summons a light or a electrical socket that if you touch it you're magnetized they'll be like that's dumb as hell and i don't ever want you to talk to me again <laughs> but like in the show in the show they give like actual reasons for them to touch it uh so it's not like it's not like oh he tripped and fell and touched it it was just like like joseph got caught in the uh in the escalator so Abdul had to touch it had to unplug it so and it's just stuff like that where even even at its most ridiculous it's still semi grounded in its own ridiculousness mm-hmm. it's pretty scrupulous about following its own rules which I kind of like yeah. um, and yeah. then I like later on too like when you get into like it, it starts because it starts off as a show about just like fighting and, and like mm-hmm. martial arts and stuff. But then as it goes on, it just gets weirder and weirder. And so like the part that just ended part four, mm-hmm. the, the the show, you've got things like this guy who like puts a lock on people's hearts when they feel guilty. And then yeah. like just like it's slowly crushing them unless they basically like make amends to him. And he takes advantage of it by just like tricking them into feeling bad for him, which is yeah. like really such a great idea. And it's like, and you know, people like that, you mm-hmm, know, people mm-hmm. who try to guilt, like the characters are all very real in this very, I guess, bizarre world. Uh, like, like, uh, Josuke, he's, he's just like this kind of over the top, like sort of greaser esque character, but he still acts like he cares, like he acts the way he is. Like he cares about people, he cares about his mom, he cares about his friends. Like even though Okiyasu tried to kill him, he still was just like, "Hey, you." He's just kind of this guy who was just like kind of, kind of led the wrong way by his brother. He didn't just like kill him in that episode. He they became friends, and it went through the entire series. It's good. I like it. I also oh, really like how. Because they're all named after music, mm-hmm. when they localize it, they often can't get the rights <laughs> to use the names for things, and so yeah. like they just have to change them. And like often, just what they slightly. change them to is just so bad, like bad yeah. company. 
Like, yeah. We all know bad company. Now it's worse company. He's literally saying bad company. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, or like, obviously, the, the best one of all time is um, the stand from the later part called Dirty mm. Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, mm-hmm. which was localized as, uh, I think it's filthy acts at a reasonable price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's real. What what really confused me is that yeah, everything's named after music things, but uh uh Koichi's is is uh Echoes. Mm-hmm. And then in the in the American translation it's Reverb and I'm just like I don't think anybody's going to come to you and be like, "Hey, Echoes isn't is a copyrighted thing." People aren't going to question that it's Echoes or yeah, that it's Echoes. They're going to be like, "What Yeah. It's well, Real. I mean, you say that, but I really do love the image of Crunchyroll or whatever company going to mm-hmm. Roger Waters or like whoever <laughs> is like surviving from Pink Floyd and mm-hmm. just being like, hey, so um, we would like to use the names of your songs and band yeah. in our cartoon where a teen boy punches someone hard and then also there is an italian man who who fixes people's <laughs> bodies with his with his good good powers and they're named after <laughs> your songs and he's just like desperately trying to comprehend and just like his brain his old brain can't understand what's happening and he's just like no no this isn't no i can't Am I am I still sleeping right now? Right. Like I can't imagine going to any of the members of Queen and just like, so we have a villain and anything he touches he can make explode. And he uses three he has three powers and they're all named after various songs. Can we can we do that? Like who who are you? He's also a serial killer and he collects hands. Is that fine? I feel like Freddie Mercury would be down, but like Brian May and Roger Taylor and John Deacon are just like, this is a <laughs> rock band, not a bloody punch punch show. Yeah, I've, yeah, I think Freddie Mercury would probably be really into uh, JoJo. I have to believe it. Like, even if you just showed him the art, he'd be like, yes, immediately. Mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. course. Well, that's the other thing, and not to spend the rest of this podcast on this on the show, but it, it's mm. very like inspired by yeah. fashion in ways fashion. that are sometimes just so over the top and mm-hmm. incredible like the ways mm-hmm. that he draws the characters like their outfits but then also like their positioning mm-hmm. is just very uh-huh. beautiful just jojo posing is one of my favorite things to do because it's good yeah um he even he has a he has a he had a uh Iraq, eric he had a a piece in the Louvre like he did a thing in the Louvre and then there's also a story about one of his characters going to the Louvre like yeah. he wrote this whole comic about it and then yeah. he, I think he also did like a uh, I want to say Prada collab mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no it was Gucci mm-hmm. Um, there's just like this weird collaboration with Gucci where like the characters are just like wearing Gucci clothes yeah. like <laughs> It's like for for something this ridiculous, like like the show is not centered around fashion or just like modeling or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But and it's like when you when you just see images of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like it it just looks like this. I guess it would be like these muscular men, like in fashion, like these high fashion outfits. But when you get into it, like part two is very much kind of really creepy like with like the villains like in their body horror and it like nobody nobody talks about that they just talk about jojo poses and it's named after music stuff not hey there's a vampire who like can split the ribs out of his body and attack you with it or one who shoots scalding hot blood out of his veins in his body yeah it's real gross nobody ever says that real nasty it's uh (laughs) some nasty boys these are nasty boys is what they are nasty boys that's what they uh, don't mean a thing i was gonna say this is that janet jackson <laughs> uh, is about jojo's bizarre adventure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean the timeline works i think probably uh i say stardust crusaders was like stardust crusaders was, uh okay wait okay wait wait wait. it might not work let's, let's google let's just 
type some keys real loud. Um, yes. Stardust Crusaders is nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety two. Well, when did it when did it actually start though? Okay, no, eighty seven uh, and nasty is eighty six. So, no. but maybe it was inspired by that song. <laughs> he heard it and he was like, "These are some nasty boys." It's like that gives me an idea <laughs> for some nasty boys. Hmm, nasty boys. Hmm, yeah. Well, um, do you want to? wrap things up there we can or i can talk forever i don't care whatever you want to talk about well um oh you're doing this Mm -hmm. bake sale thing tell me about that i am um i have been baking cookies for it's like i started doing it when i was a teenager just like on and off like selling them or anything and then like the past three or so years i've uh i've been selling them just to make money and i've always like my dad bakes a lot so i kind of picked it up from him um and it's it's uh a lot of fun to do like to just to just make a bunch of stuff and then people like them so and it's a quick source of hmm, quick source of income so i figured why not i'll make cookies that's cool so you're making them and you send them to people Mm Mm-hmm. nice yeah that is cool. How long are you going to be doing that for? Because um... uh, I think until just up until the uh, bake sale is over, or at least for like the next month or so. Okay, cool. Then, then yeah, this will that'll still be going on by the time this uh, this goes up. So people cool. should should buy some buy some darn cookies. Buy buy a dang cookie. Yeah, God, gosh, gosh darn it! Do the thing. Do um, it. Well, okay. Um, so where can people find you online? We talked about your podcast. So I'll put a link to that mm-hmm. in the show notes. And then you are on Twitter. At the Black Nerd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you go to my Twitter, there's all sorts of links and whatnot to find me. Got all the links there. All the, got all the got, good links. Got Ocarina of Time link and... Uh, Wind Waker link and the cartoon link. <laughs> well, excuse, excuse me. me. <laughs> uh, that was great. That was good. We we pulled it off. Um, cool. Well, this is awesome. It was so great to get to talk to you. Yeah, I had uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Um, have a have a good day. You and, too. Uh, and I will talk to you later. All right. Cool. Bye. Bye. Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>